Today's match is in the books, and we're breaking it down. This is your RSL post-match show on the RSL Radio Network. All right, welcome in to the post-game show here on the RSL Radio Network. Myself, Spencer Warren, my partners Lauren Beck and Tom Hackett. Good to have Tom back. It's been a while. Well, I guess your mic's not on. I don't know. No, he's not joining us. He's not joining us anymore. He's been gagged with duct, duct tape. <laughs> Thanks for having there me. We <laughs> there we go. Take There's three. Chart. Christian wants to get out, so he's uh, he's he's blowing through this. Yeah, exactly. No, this lad talks too much. Shut him up. <laughs> we will have uh, the post game presser coming up. I think I sent you guys the link. Did I send you the link? Sent it Just to me. It. I don't know. Did you? I got it. Christian, did you get it, Christian? Oh, it is okay. It's the same one as always. It I'm, I'm glad is. we got that clarified. Yeah. Pre. Presser, unlike just, last week. We just want to be prepared, yeah. Uh, but anyway, RSL getting a phenomenal, and it was a phenomenal 3-1 victory on the road, a really, really solid second 45 minutes. And they looked good. And two cracking finishes by Demir Krylak, but some of the interplay, um, the way the goals were set up, particularly the, the first uh, dummy goal in the 48th minute, the interchanging play between Diego Luna, the flick by Michael Chang, and then the expert left-footed finish, the first of two left-footed finishes by Demir Krylak through the legs of the defender. Uh, Roman Berkey had no chance in goal, but RSL running out 3-1 winners. The best road record in all of Major League Soccer. Now, if they can transfer some of those wins or add some wins at America First Field, we're going to be sitting pretty. But on 26 points in the Western Conference... Um, Currently finding themselves in seventh place. Um, yeah, it feels pretty darn good. It feels like the tide is starting to turn. Albeit on the road, for sure. But the arrival of Chicho here in the next uh, next few, few weeks will uh, obviously help that. There's rumours that a 22-year-old Colombian is potentially in order to sign with the club as well for a couple million. Um, 22-year-old has caps for the Colombian national team, talented player, plays for one of the biggest clubs in Colombia at the minute. So it just, And then obviously just the results from the first team have started to uh, to go their way. And, and, and to be fair, a lot of what we spoke about in, in the pregame kind of came to fruition. We, we spoke ad nauseum, I guess, about Diego Luna and the importance... He will play tonight with the absence of Gomez and Savarino. And he was superb. He was amazing. He, he was he was really, really good. He's playing probably the best football he's played at Real Salt Lake. And I don't even know if that's up for debate. He, um, he was everywhere, playing balls, cutting inside, getting involved. Um, he's been really, really good. And, uh, and it's a bright spot, I think, for Real Salt Lake. Uh, send us your tweets. We'd love to hear your thoughts on tonight's match. Love to hear who you were impressed with, who was your man of the match. You know, just you've got to be absolutely delighted for uh, for a, a midweek win, two wins on the on the road, on the bounce, and uh, just ever so slightly clawing that negative goal difference away. I think it's minus six now, isn't that right, Lauren? Yes. Yeah. But the real crazy thing here at twenty six points. 
first place LAFC is at 40. It's, it is very tight in the West between first and seventh place where Real Salt Lake sits. Th- 30. What did I say? 40. Oh, I'm so sorry. No. I did mean 30. Yeah, no, I know I, you I don't know. <laughs> I'm reading 30. My brain, I don't know why I said 40. Thank you. Uh, very small gap there. Four points between the two. Maybe that's what I meant to say. But yes, I, I just tweeted out um, at Lars underscore MM at Tom Can't Hack It. Is that still your handle? Uh-huh. Send us your thoughts on the match. Uh, we did get a tweet already from Nate Dowdle. <gasps> thanks, oh. for, thanks for the tweet. He said, holy crap, that was fun. More Luna, please. And I thought Vera and Anelli were excellent in the back. Anelli's someone we haven't spoken a ton about, but he deserves a lot of credit. Absolutely. The guy seamlessly goes between right back and central midfield. That's tough. I just, and out of college. Oh, I, I really hate him already. <laughs> Being that talented. Not just in one position, but two positions. Well, he made yeah. a couple plays too, you yeah. know, down on the goal line. He threw himself in front of a couple shots. He was he was really impressive. Yeah. And he was vital to that third goal, uh, the 13-pass build-up from uh, Amika Anelli's clearance to the Krylak goal to put us three up. That was, uh, you know, two really good goals. I mean, I, I'm going to love the second goal more, but just because of the little flick from Chang. Um, also, Demir Krylak has now passed uh, Joao Plata for third most goals in club history, and he's just two away from overtaking Javier Morales in wow. second. Diego Luna is the youngest player in RSL history to record a goal and an assist in a single game. Wow. It was it's, it was a record breaking night for RSL, and obviously, you know, with with the most uh, well, the best record in Major League Soccer on the road. Uh, along with the record breaking, I'm sorry if you said this, and I wasn't paying attention for a second, but most the, likely the best um, road. I don't what, the longest streak of road um, results results. I guess yeah, in club history at uh, nine now, I believe. Undefeated in nine Thank games. Thank you. Undefeated. I could not think of that word. I don't know why. No. Thank you, Tom. That's all right. <laughs> that one really hurt my brain. <laughs> We've um, all been there. <laughs> yeah, a lot of positives. Really, really a lot of positives. And 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 I thought, and Spenner, you mentioned this in the pregame, but I thought um, they caught St. Louis at a good time. Mm-hmm. Missing a couple of players, albeit Real Salt Lake also had a couple of players missing. but A lot more missing, actually. But yeah, no, absolutely. Cracking result, RSL running out 3-1 winners. We're going to head to our first break. You're listening to the post-game show here on the RSL Radio Network. Welcome back into the post-game show here on the RSL Radio Network. Spencer, Tom, and Lauren. We're going to have Pablo Mastroeni coming up pretty quickly here. I think we'll have Diego Luna and Demir Krylak, your captain, the man with the brace and the man with the goal and assist, Diego Luna. I'm pretty excited to hear their thoughts. I just hope the questions are good and not slightly uh, changed word the same asking question. the same thing yeah. yeah, again and again. Or dis- That's why we miss Tom. Yeah. Miss Tom on uh, asking the questions. And Pablo loves Tom. It's true. You can see when Tom's Golf asking buddies. a question, you can see like the admiration in Pablo's eyes as he listens to Tom's questions. Let's talk about Diego Luna's tattoos. <laughs> no, let's not. 
Shocking. Let's start a Twitter fight again. Oh, my gosh. Oh, I'm so grateful to be off Twitter now. I, I, I can't oh, lie. Truly, uh, yeah. yeah. Bad place. It, it, it really can be. It really can be. Um, RSL, 3-1 winners. When you look at the stats tonight, RSL did a fine job. They kind of eked the stats um, in the in the first half, um, but it kind of stayed similar. Um, around just a little bit more possession, just shy of 52% uh, for RSL. RSL having 13 shots, nine of those on target. Now, we've seen multiple games this season where RSL have had 20-plus shots and maybe than, three or four yeah, on target. Uh, and tonight, RSL made the goalkeeper work and obviously get three goals, which is which is absolutely phenomenal uh, from their standpoint. When you look at it as well, though, the first half, uh, St. Louis had more passes. Um, RSL finishing with... Uh, St. Louis finishing with 390, RSL 428. And you saw that dominance um, in the second half. Some of the accuracy was... A little bit of below par at times, but really, I mean, I've got to give a special shout out to Michael Chang. I've been waiting for this since his brace up in Portland in the US Open Cup. He kind of fell off a cliff form-wise. I mean, there just wasn't, he just looked like his touch was poor. He almost looked like he had two left feet at times, Um, even though he's left footed, but you know, that doesn't... Two right feet. Yeah, two right feet. There you go. (laughs) Um, But tonight he comes off the bench. I think he had a point to prove because he doesn't get the start because Baton Jackson comes in for the injured uh, Andres Gomez. But he looked really, really bright and kind of pushed RSL over the line, I feel. I think his introduction really um, made RSL play a little bit quicker, uh, at times a little bit more direct. And, you know, he gets his reward tonight with with a a crack and assist for the second goal. What's really rare, going back to your passing conversation is they're on the road it it just goes to show the dominance that they had in my opinion generally speaking when you're on the road you're not going to you're not going to win the possession tally you're not going to have nearly as many passes as the home team does and um and Real Salt Lake albeit down at halftime on the passes count ended up being being greater than St. Louis and they did it with a lead for the majority of the game too. I mean, it's like normally on the road with a lead, you're going to surrender a bit of space. You're going to sit back and allow St. Louis to try and... I think think we have someone. (laughs) Yeah, we've got uh, Diego Luna, who's just sat down. Sorry to cut you off there, Tom. I think you got my point. Yeah, I think I got your point. (laughs) Anyway, we will toss it over to the wonder kid, Moon Boy, Diego Luna. Hey, guys. Well, we're going to go ahead and get started. Recording in progress. Caleb, your line is open. Awesome. Hello, Diego. Congratulations on the goal. Uh, how, uh, how did that feel just to see that one go down? Yeah, I know it was exciting, and and I think it was it was more importantly just cool to you know help the team get the the goal away and and start the game off right. So yeah, it was it's exciting, and I kind of like freaked out for a little bit, didn't know what to do for the Sally, but it was cool. And then I'm sure, I'm sure there's no easy answer to this one, but um, what is it about this team, especially right now, that has you guys playing so well on the road? Yeah, I think it's just the mentality that the team has. I think we we just grind and we got that underdog mentality where we go into every game with just you know just the, the grit and stuff. And I think that's what is helping us away and and at home. But I think we're just lacking a little bit in the final third. And I think you see we create chances and we just need to be more clinical and these games can be be put away a lot easier. 
And then lastly, how did it feel to see uh, Demir get, get, a, get a pair of goals as well as someone I'm sure that you, you've learned a lot from just in your short time here? Yeah, no, it was, it was good to see that. And I think for him, especially coming back from injury and, and this year he's, he's, he's flying. And I think it's, it's good to see that. And especially as a, someone I look up to and a leader on the team, it's, it's good to see his success. Awesome. Thank you. Yep. Sydney, your line's open. Hey, Diego, congratulations on the win. Um, I believe that's, um, I think, five in a row and beaten for you all you know, at this current point in time. Uh, right now, as the standings look, seventh of the Western Conference. Uh, do you feel that right now maybe RSL aren't getting a lot of credit um, around league circles, or do you feel that you're right where you need to be right now? I think for us as the players, I don't think we, we focus a lot on, on what they're talking about outside on social media and stuff like that. So I think for us, it's just about, you know, grinding and, and letting our talking on the field. So I think that's what it's about for us. But I think everyone can can talk about what they want, but it's just whatever happens on the field is what matters. It, you personally, how do you keep this going for yourself? Um, still, you know, with a little less than half of the season to go, how do you continue kind of the run of form that you're in right now I think it's just doing what I'm doing and and having fun I think I'm having fun my confidence is there and I think it's just about keeping the the mentality right and keeping my mindset on bad days on good days just keeping you know staying strong and on a on a good slope all right appreciate it great with Sean your line's open yeah, Diego. Uh, just I just wanted to follow up a little bit from uh, when when we talked on Monday. Um, you talked about how your season's kind of begun, sort of begun anew in a lot of ways because you're you're pat you're through with the World Cup yep. and all of that stuff, and now you're getting consistent minutes, starting the game and that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Do you still feel that way a little bit? And was this goal a little bit of like, a, hey, welcome to 2023, welcome to MLS for you? Yeah, I think, you know, last year was was me, you know, dipping my fingers in the water. And I think this year was a very difficult start as, you know, I was away almost every month for about 11, 10 days. So I think, yeah, I think for me, it's like my season did begin, you know, after I came back from the World Cup, I can solely focus on on RSL and not worry about where I'm going to be next weekend or, you know, stuff that's going to happen. So I think it's, it is, you know, beginning for me. And I think I'm, I'm feeling good. And I'm glad that, you know, after this World Cup, I came with came back with confidence and I'm feeling good. So I'm excited. Congratulations, Diego. Thank you. Uh, Diego, I do have to ask the two assists um, equally as massive as, uh, as as your maybe not to you, but pretty massive uh, in comparison to your goal. Kind of talk me through what you got, what the game plan was, because not only were your passes spot on, but uh, it felt like it was a really, especially that second goal was a team goal that it, yeah. there were 13 passes leading up to it. Kind of walk me through those, those two goals from your perspective. Yeah, I think it's, it's a lot about just the team chemistry and how we, we want to play and move, pass and move. You know, I ended up on the on the right wing side and it's just about filling, you know, filling the spots and people having freedom, but also organized. So I think it's all about just the guys and, and the chemistry we have built and we're and we're building. So I think it's good. And just the the yeah, the mentality we have where we can pass and move and everybody knows, you know, their roles and what to do when when in different positions. So it all comes down to that. And then also being good on the ball. And that's, I think, what we're improving on game by game. Awesome. Alex, do you have a question? 
Hey, Diego, first and foremost, uh, uh, congratulations on the on the big game that you had. Um, what's kind of changed for you over the course of the last couple months um, coming back from that World Cup? Is it just the confidence that you received going to Argentina or what's really changed for you and your motivation for uh, for this side? I think it was a lot of things, but I think it was the the mentality and the the mental state that I was at was the was the biggest thing, knowing that I could you know solely focus at RSL and knowing that everything before was kind of the big preparation for was for that U twenty World Cup, and um, getting through that was you know I had a good performance there, so that's that's why I got to focus on that and everything leading up to that, and now I have that in behind me, and now everything's focused to, on RSL. So it's having that that clear mind is is I think what's helping me the most, and just being able to have fun and and get the opportunity and do what I know I can do. Now that you're having so much success um, playing these MLS minutes, what's kind of your personal goals for the rest of the year? Do you have any number of goals that you want to reach? Any any specific number of assists that you want to reach for this team? Yeah, I think, of course, as many as I can get and as many assists and goals as th- that I can get. But I think um, putting a number on it, I like to get to double digits and it's, you know, getting half a season. And if I continuously get the the minutes and opportunities, then I think it's just about me taking, taking what I can get and doing like, like today and continuing to do that on a, on the chances I get. So it's all up to that. Awesome. Thanks, Diego. Yep. Diego, congrats again. We'll see you back in Sandy. Thank you. That was Diego Luna. Goal and assist tonight and talked a lot about the World Cup and having a clear mind. You know, he's kind of focusing on that. He had one eye on that, keeping fit, getting as many minutes with RSL as possible. But really, that was the the platform for him. And you're seeing a kid that's come back three games on the bounce and has just gone from strength to strength every game. Uh, we saw flashes in the first game he came back, thought he was very good against DC United. And then tonight, he gets his reward for, for putting in those performances on the training pitch and, and the minutes that he's got looks absolutely comfortable. And again, I don't think long-term left wing is his position. But um, yeah, I, I just think the the world is at his feet and I think we've got a real gem in our hands. I agree. And you and I were kind of chatting a bit while he was talking. And I don't know if they'll do it this year, Spano and Lauren. I, I don't think they will. But when Chicho Arango comes in, if you can play... If you can play Luna just behind him in uh, in some sort of a 10 position, you know, maybe even an 8. Attacking uh, 8, yeah. I, I think there's, um, there's a lot to be excited about for uh, for Real Salt Lake and the fan base. That could be one of the more threatening attacking duos in, in all of Major League Soccer if Diego can, can continue to play at this level. Yeah, I'm, I'm just excited to see... Um, how the level rises of these players when Arango comes in and what that does for the team. Um, because I think the, the competition will step up because you've had Demir and Danny and Rubio and Danny um, and Anderson. They, they, you, a lot of variety in that starting too. And and he comes in and you know he's getting one of those starting spots. And so as one of the other strikers, you, you're you now feeling that pressure a bit and in a good way, I think, Um so it, I think it's going to be fun to see how the team potentially changes formation-wise. Um, and I, I agree, probably not this season. It's you know we're halfway through, um, and he's not going to be joining for another couple games. But lots of uh, lots of exciting things happening. We have Pablo over in St. Louis. Well, congrats on the game. Well, thanks, Mike. Uh, Sydney, we'll go ahead and start with you.
Recording in progress. Congrats on the victory. Um, you beat a team, uh, even though they're the first year, have been really the talk of MLS in a lot of circles. Um, and here you all are really in the thick of the playoff race at this current point in time. Um, do you feel you know more people should be talking about RSL at this current point in time, or are you just kind of going out there one match at a time? Yeah, yeah. I think you know we can't control what what others on the outside um, say about us. Um, I think the focus has always been internally, and really. And you say take it one game at a time, and I think it's accurate. You know, because when we were losing a lot of games early on, it wasn't an emotional response. It was really about progress and taking and taking every game and trying to get one game better on on both sides of the ball in transition. Um, and now. You know, I, I think we've improved drastically. Um, switching players up, you know, in this in this long stretch of what's like seven seven weeks of uh, you know three games in, in a week, um, and the guys just stepping in and doing a fantastic job. And um, you know, I give a lot of credit to the the spirit of the group, the the culture that the guys um, operate in, and the belief that they have in one another. And uh, you know, along with getting results, I think we're playing. Um, you know, we're playing uh, some, some great football and managing games the right way. Um, so just really proud of the progress of the group. And, um, yeah, looking forward to the weekend. And, uh, yeah. I got, got to ask you about Diego. Uh, a great, great performance for him. Um, I'm sure one of those players that has been kind of in your spotlight is one of those players that has really developed and really shown that he, he belongs in this league. Yeah, I think, you know, I think, you know, Diego carries a lot of pressure. You know, I think the the media, um, everyone on the outside is always pushing um, for Diego to 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 get more minutes. Um, you know, we we watch him train every day. He's got an unbelievable skill set. Um, and I, I think the uh, the U-20 tournament really gave him a load of confidence. And, and, and really, you know, uh, talk, talking to Mikey, they, they literally built a team around him. Um, and, you know, being an attacking player in our setup, um, the most important thing is, is, is the output, right. And, 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 and the final product. And I think the, the, the pressure of that, um, and him carrying that was released when he scored that first goal. And, and with that goal came a ton of confidence, his decisions in, in the, in, you know, in the run of play, um, his combinations out wide centrally were really good created, uh, another couple of good opportunities for his teammates. Um, and, and one of the things that we keep talking with Diego about is, is, is just shooting because he gets in great spots. He's got a, he's a, he's a, he's a very good finisher. Um, but I think this game will definitely, um, you know, build some confidence in, in he plays. And um, there's no doubt that, you know, he, he's going to be a, a fantastic player. Um, but like everything else, it, it, it takes time and it takes and, and experience um, is, 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 is created by going through a lot of hardships and, he wasn't getting a good run of games uh, prior to him leaving. And now he started the last couple and, and has played extremely well. So um, couldn't be happier for the young man. He's doing great um, and, and was, uh, you know, instrumental in the result tonight. And then last one real quick. Um, I believe it's five unbeaten in a row for you all. Um, so the message you hear in this league is you can't get too high or too low. How does the team really balance their emotions, even in this good run of form? You know, I think it, it, we just go back to our ethos. We want to be we want to be, we, we be dogs. Um, we want to be guys that work extremely hard for one another. Um, 
and 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 when we do that the quality shines through yeah you know Dami Krylak Diego Chang coming into the game Danny Musaski putting forth a great effort the guys in the midfield the back line Gavin um it's it's really about working hard for one another and, and so um when you think about it in those kind of terms you can never get too high or too low it, it's about commitment it's about belief in what we're doing it's and then it's about going out there and executing you know so um again I, I don't think uh what people were saying about us when when we weren't winning games uh affected the locker room although it was a difficult time as 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 professionals to go through those times but i think those moments are, are making this team a bit more resilient and and the belief is there so um we'll continue to be dogs we'll continue to work extremely hard for one another and uh hopefully continue getting good results all right pablo congrats safe travels home thanks bud appreciate it caleb we'll move to you Awesome. Uh, just just going back to talking about St. Louis real quick. Um, it was almost exactly three months ago that you guys dropped one at home to them uh, 4-0 and then to come back and to kind of take the fight to them. Um, how how did it feel to kind of be able to turn around and, and, and have that performance again against this particular team? And then I'm just curious, like, what did you see on the field from your guys tonight that was different from three months ago? Well, I think early on in the season, we were dealing with a lot of variables that were kind of outside our control. We had a couple of guys that weren't available because of visa issues. We, we you know, Bear, I think, got his first start that game. Um, There's a lot of, um, like I said, variables that that I think affected the group. And now, you know, we got Pablo back. And obviously, Vera has, has got a great run of, of games, uh, feeling comfortable playing alongside Jake Glad. And really, you know, I think the biggest difference was finishing, right? And and I think we've talked about that when we when we're not scoring goals, it's not from a lack of creation or a lack of drive. It's just a lack of execution in the final third. And I think tonight, the biggest difference is we took our chance as well and uh, and, and managed the game from a point of 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 you know being ahead on the on on the uh, scoreboard. So um, a real big credit to the to really the resilience of the group, the the real execution of the plan. And more importantly, managing the uh, the winning minutes of the game, um, w- w- you know, and it, for me, it was it, it looked like an experienced group out there managing. And we've talked about this incessantly um, when we do have a lead, how we manage moments. And, you know, you have guys like Elijah and Moses and Bodie and Emeka um, right in the thick of it. And so young players get some great experience in managing important moments that are impossible to replicate in training. And then lastly, you uh, mentioned Danny Masovsky as kind of one of those guys that, that has shown through a little bit. I was looking at the schedule and it it seems like kind of a little bit of this turnaround coincided with when he started to get some more minutes and some more starts. What is it about Danny you think that, that has uh, helped th- this team uh, maybe both on and off the field? Yeah, no, I think Danny is um, really playing with a lot of confidence, which is something that I think he lacked when he first came to the club and and most of that had to do with his injury that I was dealing with. And so coming to a new team and, 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 you know, not being able to fit in immediately because of injury, I think was a, was a tough situation for him. And it happened again in the preseason. Um, but Danny was a player that we identified that, that was, you know, a goal threat. Um, that was a good a pressing forward. Who's good with his back to goal combines. Um, and, uh, you know, I think once you hit the back of the net as a striker, all those uh, fuzzy feelings come back. And and uh, I think, you know, the Open Cup was an important moment for him um, to get up to speed, to feel confident about his game. And now, you know, he's 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 dangerous for us because in our setup, we need one of our strikers always running in behind. And he's willing to do the dogged work uh, to stretch the defense um, for whoever he's playing with. In this case, it was Dami. Um, 
but those runs often go unknown, very nuanced, but it's huge in creating space. And I think, you know, I think the second goal, it might've been, uh, you know, second or third goal, his ability to really combine and or um, run in behind has been so effective and in, in given Dami the space that he needs to, to finish. And so I think he's been an all around uh, great striker for us, great mentality, and he's played with a lot of confidence. Alex, we'll go to you. Hey, Pablo, real quick. I just want to throw a, a, a stat at you. Um, in the last nine away from home, you guys have won seven and drawn two. How does that feel for you as a manager to just be able to go out on the road and and compete and have such great results? No, it feels it, it, it feels really good. And I think a byproduct is that, of that is we don't set up differently at home than we do away. Um, we have the same same style of play we and, and we're always looking at ways to, to disrupt our opponent's defense um and so i think it's a lot about our mentality as a team and and like i said we use every game to get one game better whether it's home or away and we don't want to change and, and obviously when you're playing with against rowdy crowds like we did in austin you know it's dc and tonight and in st louis it, there's there's an emotional impact but the guys have stayed the course have been really disciplined really focused and working really hard for each other. And, and again, those are the, the, you know, you think you're at home and you can take the, the your foot off the gas as far as the, the mentality and the dogged work. And, and that's why I think we've been successful on the road is because the guys that step on the field understand what it takes to win games. And it doesn't matter if you're home or away. It's not easier at home as it is away. It's the same game. It's the same size fields. Um, the only benefit is having the crowd, but the onus is still on you to go out and bust your tail for one another um, and believe like we like we we have uh, in order to get results. And so I ask you this now, coming home on Saturday, uh, you guys have Minnesota on the weekend. They're a team who's also been pretty solid on the road. Um, what are you guys expecting and looking forward to the, uh, this weekend's match against Minnesota? Well, again, I think for us, uh, again, um, nothing changes. We got to be we got to be dogs. And, and we got to we got to win the, the individual battles. We got as a collective, we got to be, you know, we got to fight harder than them. We got to play better than them. We got to be more technical than they are. Tackle, we, we got to put together a, a good plan as to how to exploit their, their defense. But at the end of the day, um, it's, it's about belief and belief in one another, belief in the work. Um, and um, yeah, so, you know, that that's the mindset. I think the guys clearly understand the the mentality that they've had on the road. And now we just got to parlay that to a, a very good performance with the same mentality at home. Perfect. Thank you, Pablo. Yep. Sean, we'll finish with you. Yeah, Pablo, I just wanted to ask about Demir because he gets the brace tonight um, and then has that ridiculous dummy to set up Diego's goal. And each time after each goal, he immediately ran over to celebrate with somebody else, even when he did score. The, the seeing success like what like what Demir went through tonight strike a little bit harder because of everything that he's been through and also how selfless he's been with this club the last couple of years. Yeah, Sean, I, I think he's been he's been a consummate pro going through a, a really difficult stretch in his career um, and in games where he hasn't played. He's been so supportive of the group uh, coming into games um, and, and tonight starting in playing what I feel like is his most complete game of the season on, on both sides of the ball. And, and what Dami brings is this aura of leadership that, that can't be at times it's heard, but it's felt, you know, and, and going on the road, you need 
experienced players in and amongst some of the younger guys that we have to really so that they they can look up and see this guy's been there in the trenches. Uh, he knows what it takes. I'm going to follow Dami. And and so when when he finishes, when he gets his you know when he when he gets his uh, brace, um, it doesn't change who he is. He's the same human being, um, whether he plays or whether he you know contributes like he did tonight. And and that is a testament to his character and his leadership ability. All right, Pablo, thanks again, and uh, we'll see you back in Utah. Hey, guys, thank you. All right, guys, we're going to finish up with Demir. Um, Spencer's just got a nose bleed, so he's going to step out. That was perfect timing, perfect on, timing. on his part. <laughs> Head coach Pablo Masarani Demir should be up next. Um, some nice words for Diego and uh, and Demir on their performances tonight. Um yeah, I, I, lots of positives. It, it feels totally different. I, um, you weren't with us for the NYCFC game, the the nil nil at AFF a couple of weeks ago, um, and it takes a lot for me to get upset about this team and actually be quite critical of them on the air. I I, I try to stay positive. I joke that it's like Trey's the most positive, and then I'm like a couple steps down. Um, but that game. <laughs> I was pretty furious afterward and was I was extremely critical of Pablo, of the players. Um, and it just, on the road, it's a totally different vibe. And it's so bizarre to me because it's usually the exact opposite. I think I think it'll turn around yeah. at America First Field. I, I, I think naturally teams are going to go through lulls more often than not on the road than at home. But I, I do believe it's going to turn around. I, I thought Pablo said something pretty interesting as well when... Sorry, can we get to that in a moment? We do have Demir. Oh, He's wearing on. a hot pink towel around his waist, but thankfully a hoodie. He is live in St. Louis. Alex, we'll start with you this time. Recording in progress. Hey, Dami. What, what, again, you guys go on the road. You guys get another win. That's three consecutive road wins uh, for only the fifth time in club history. What, how do, what does that feel and what does that mean to you guys as a group? I think, uh, you know, as I think you feel great, so we feel great too, you know. Uh, I mean, it's something special, especially the, the road wins uh, meaning a lot. And uh, I think, uh, you know, we found uh, ourselves the way we want to play. And because of that, we, um, I mean, lately have so much success uh, playing uh, playing away, you know. And, uh, you know, the feeling is there. Uh, we are, you know, we have so much confidence and now it's up to us. Uh, to get uh, wins at home as well. So speaking of that, you guys have Minnesota on the weekend. Uh, they're a team who's also very good on the road, and you guys have been struggling to get the result at home. What do you guys need to do differently to start getting those points at home? I mean, uh, you know, we have just, uh, you know, to play uh, the way we play uh, on the road, you know, to be patient, to use our chances to score the goals and, you know, to to fight for uh, one for another. And uh, I think overall, as I said, lately, uh, we are playing, uh, you know, um, great. Uh, and, uh, you know, we are looking forward, uh, you know, to get three points against Minnesota. We know uh, that they are a very good team, uh, you know, as you mentioned, you know, especially especially on, on the road. But we are home. We have our crowd, uh, you know, behind us. And it's up to us to, you know, to, to bring great performance and get three points. I mean, lastly, I just want to ask you about your goals. How does it feel to uh, not only get one, but two goals tonight and be instrumental in all three of our souls goals this evening? I mean, it feels great, you know, but uh, overall, uh, I would say it was um, one of the best team performances uh, this year. Uh, you know, I think uh, we had like 13 shots on the goal, uh, nine on the target. 
and we were you know very effective uh, you know as we uh, you know talked before the game um you know we fought you know we fight uh, one for another uh, from the first to last second and then uh, you know uh, i think overall we deserved uh, these three points you know the way we controlled the game the man- managed the game uh, i think overall it was it was great performance from from every single player on the field and uh, of course uh, the guys on the bench and uh, you know everyone included uh, in in our team Awesome. Thank you, Demir. Congratulations. Thank you. Appreciate that. Sean, we'll move to you. I'm yeah, freezing. Demir, I, uh, congrats on the brace, by the way. Uh, it's, it feels like it's been a little bit of a long time coming, a little bit of a long road back. Finally getting here to that point, though, I, I couldn't help but notice that every time you scored or you kind of set up Diego's goal, you immediately pointed to somebody else, tried to get somebody else involved. Yeah, you know, you pointed to to Andrew Brody after that goal of yours, that kind of thing. Did you get did you feel more excited when you scored or because of setups like that where you talk about how complete the team performance was? I'm just happy, uh, you know, because of the team, you know, uh, team is the star. And uh, I think, you know, without teammates, you can do anything. You know, if you play, uh, you know, on your own against 11 guys, you would lose like uh, 100 to zero, you know. And uh, because of that, I appreciate every uh, single teammate, uh, you know, and because of that, uh, you know, football, soccer is a team sport and, uh, you know, uh, I'm just happy that, uh, you know, lately we are so successful and, um, you know, we have to stay humble to keep going to moving forward and, you know, climbing the table. That's that's the goal. And, uh, of course, this season we want to win something. But, you know, behind the scene is uh, is hard work and that this is the only thing uh, which is going to, you know, bring you up. How good was that cross from Brody? It was amazing. Uh, you know, um, I saw Brody, uh, you know, uh, dribbling on on a side and uh, you know I did late run it was like a perfect ball you know and uh, you know I just uh, you know place uh, into the corner and uh, you know luckily he found uh, the back of the net thanks Tommy thank you guys point we probably should have sent someone to check on Svenna but uh hopefully he's all right with his nosebleed uh we heard from the captain Demir Krylock head coach Pablo Mastroeni and a lot of people's man of the match Diego Luna goal and an assist the youngest uh, Real Salt Lake player to ever re- register a goal and an assist a fine goal that he had he's come back from the uh U20 World Cup and he's been a bit of a bright spot for ourselves since then. You had a Pablo quote you wanted to get to, by the way. Oh, I, I was, yeah, I was just going to say he um, he made an interesting comment how he talked about, clearly he had spoken to the team about this as well, that road games, the only difference between a road game and a home game is the, is the crowd. But but everything yeah. else is the same. Yeah. You know, it's the same size pitch, same amount of players, the ball's no different. It's, in, in fact, the exact same. And, and And I've been earning for that same sentiment... For years now, and it's not just for Real Salt Lake, it's for Major League Soccer. Uh, it just, for, for whatever reason, in this league, teams have had forever, really, since the inception of the league, such a difficult time playing on the road. Yeah. And I understand that it's it, there is more of a challenge in it. It's, for, it's a lot more travel than other leagues in the world. And I, it, I understand. But, but at the same time, yeah. I'm like, come on. It's yeah. like, it, I almost felt like... For, well, I'll speak for Real Salt Lake because that was the team I was covering at the time. 
they would go into games and they would they would almost expect to not play well or you know they they'd hope to pick up a point but they probably they they knew deep down that it was very unlikely yeah. and it feels like now we're at a point where Real Salt Lake goes on the road and they actually feel like they can pick up not just one point, but, well, certainly this year, three points. I mean, St. Louis, number one team of the Western Conference at the minute, and they just beat them 3-1 emphatically at home. It was, it's it's nice to see. It's nice to hear that too from the gaffer because I've been... I've been wondering why there's such a difference between home and away. I haven't quite never understood it. Yeah, and the... They feel... They look more confident on the road than they do at home right now. It's... They almost embrace the away yeah. crowd. Yeah, and I think that that's something that Pecky tried to do under his time, and he talked about wanting to take take it to a home team and, and play it like it's a home game, but it never quite worked out under Pecky. And, I mean, again, RSL, the best home record in the league right now, or the most, best road record, excuse me, 5-3-2. and two. Um, The next closest is Orlando. They play on the road. They're four two and two. They play on the road at Seattle this weekend, which we were kind of discussing. Three time zones on turf. Yeah, low chance on that one. Um, but I mean, Seattle's losing at home or on the road to LAFC at the moment. One um, zero. It's it is it's it has always been interesting to me because yes, there's a lot of travel, but what what really is the difference in yeah. the the home and road games? Sleep in a hotel and and I guess I got to get we we need to give credit to to Pablo because he yeah. uh, really ever since he's come on as the uh the main man at Real Salt Lake he he took over midway through 2021 I want to say and they went on that playoff run all games on the road they got mm-hmm. in last la, uh decision day last second winner from Demir then they went back beat him and they went on that run to the Western Conference final eventually losing to Portland, and so this is something Pablo's done over his entire tenure at Real Salt Lake. This isn't anything new, so um, I guess no real surprises there. But credit is due where uh, where where required. Spenno, yeah, you're yeah. right, mate. Are you okay? Yeah, apparently got, got a uh, now? it looks like a murder scene in the first bathroom, so <laughs> I'd, I'd avoid it at Excellent. all costs. Yeah, no, apparently that's. Uh, but you're all good. I, I guess so. I think all it's still right. bleeding, to be honest with you. <laughs> Say with tissue up my nose. We wanted to come back and join the conversation. We appreciate that. A- we were about to send someone to check on you. Honestly, it was it was, it was like five minutes. I was a yeah, lot, yeah. It, it just wouldn't stop. So uh, it hasn't stopped. So uh, well, anyway. um, should we take a look around the league before we preview Real Salt Lake's next match? Let's go for it. Uh, Atlanta and NYCFC played to a 2-2 draw. Cincinnati with yet another home win, 3-0 against Toronto. Uh, at this point. It's 10 consecutive home wins in the league. I believe it's 15 in all competitions for Cincinnati. Or 13, excuse me, 13. Uh, just absolutely incredible setting records, breaking records. Great team. Montreal at home, 1-0 uh, to against Nashville. New York, Red Bull, and Charlotte played to a 2-2 draw, as well as Orlando and Philadelphia. If you have not seen Jose Martinez's goal in the 90th minute to tie it on the road for Philly, uh, I retweeted that. Go look at it. It is phenomenal. Uh, Houston and San Jose kicked off at the same time as St. Louis, Real Salt Lake, but they hit a weather delay. They have resumed play. Houston is winning 2-1. to one. Colorado and Vancouver also in a weather delay at Colorado. Dunny's at that game. Going to be a late one for him uh, if, if it does play. L.A. Galaxy and Kansas City are at 1-1 at the half. LAFC beating Seattle 1-0 at half. 1-1 between Portland and Chicago at half. And in about the 20th minute, Austin up 1-0 on Dallas. 
Real Salt Lake, Saturday, at home, where they've been not so great hosting Minnesota. What are your initial thoughts on the match, Spenno? Yeah, obviously, you know, you look at Reynoso, who's just come back into the fold. Um, you know, just a, an excellent playmaker, an excellent number 10. Um, Minnesota have struggled this season. I'm, I'm a little bit surprised, actually, because they, they've spent a decent amount of money. You know, they, they've retained a lot of their, their players. Uh, obviously, they've played uh, a couple of games uh, less than Real Salt Lake, so they'll win the, those games in hand and they'll be on the, the same amount of points. But goal scoring has been their issue, and obviously, Reynoso not being around for, for most of the season has obviously hindered them. Just 15 goals on the season, RSL, you know, in comparison, 23 goals scored. They've also conceded 22 goals, so they're they're on minus seven at this moment. I'm obviously slightly better defensive record than Real Salt Lake, but at some point, this team has got to figure out how to play at home. The way they set up on the road, the 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 four four two, the two banks of four, gives you a little bit more security, and obviously, the home team, is, the onus is on them to break you down. Um, RSL playing the same formation at home. Yes, they've had plenty of shots, uh, but hopefully a little bit more confidence um, with the players that are coming back from international duty where RSL can go on a really good run at home and really just solidify their playoff ambitions because ultimately that's where RSL uh, are going to be a playoff contender if they can start working things out at AFF. Yeah, I think think that's fair. And to go back to the end of last year, you know, all the conversation was not just making the playoffs for 2023, but hosting a, a game at America First Field in 2023. So That would be very nice. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, it hasn't happened in quite some time. So yeah. um, they need to start playing better at home. There's no question. Fortunately for them, they still have some time up their sleeve in the season to, to sort it all out. But, um, but yeah, you almost, you almost want to go into this week against Minnesota to this Saturday, pretending like you're on you're on the road. If 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 that's what it's going to take, um, yeah. Minnesota haven't haven't played in quite some time either. The last game they played was was June tenth, I think. Correct. Um, and they against lost four Montreal. nil yeah. to Montreal, who's deplorable this year. They're they're a horrific team. So uh, they won a game in well five or six, I think. Minnesota, so they're out of form. It's uh, it's almost a perfect opponent for Real Salt Lake to return home against and uh, try pick up another three points uh, at a venue that historically has been incredibly kind to them, but this season they've obviously battled. The conversation of kind of making the playoffs and what you need to do to do that and, and what the great teams do in this league, you win your home games and that usually gets you into the playoffs. You get road points in addition. You're, you're great at home and then those road points are the ones that that take you to the top. That's what LAFC does. That's what St. Louis has been doing. It's what Cincinnati's been doing. It it's what contributes to getting those home playoff games. And it it's the total opposite of for Real Salt Lake right now. It's it's so weird. But um, Minnesota four six and zero on the road. Recently not been good um, on the road with a couple consecutive losses. But uh, one of two other teams that have four road wins this season: Orlando and Minnesota. Real Salt Lake now in five. The best, as I've, as I've already said like three times, the best on the road. <laughs> Spence, any other thoughts? No, just looking forward to Saturday and seeing if RSL can continue this. Uh, great form they've had on the road. Uh, and obviously, Diego Luna. Oh, I want him to start again. I want him to be there. Uh, he's, he's making the game fun and he's making RSL... Um, it connect the dots in the final third, which I think has been massively uh, missing at times this season. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. And... Um 
you know, prior to my last appearance on the radio, all we talked about was how there was just no creativity in the attacking third, and that's just been flipped on its head with one player, albeit playing out of position. So if the legs are healthy and he's ready to go, I think, yeah, good Luna, well-deserving of another start this upcoming weekend. Real Salt Lake has another 180 minutes until Chicharito, or Chicho, Chicharito, wow. gross, no thank you. No, Chicho is available and eligible to play for them. It's Chicho Summer. We've declared it. And we haven't even mentioned him in postgame. Well, we did a little bit in the first segment. So just had to throw it out there. July 8th, home game against Orlando. The first opportunity to see Chicho Arango for Real Salt Lake. But the two games in the meantime, Real Salt Lake hosting Minnesota this Saturday. Kickoff just after 7.30. Pre-game will be with Spence, Tom, possibly Jake, at 6.30 right here on the RSL Radio Network. Thanks for tuning in.